Assalamu alaikum. May the peace that only God can give be upon you. Good evening, Radio Islam family. You are listening to Radio Islam, Chicago's own live call in talk show. We're broadcasting from downtown at the Palmer House on WCEV 1450 AM. You can hear us live. Our live stream at www.wcev1450.com or listen to us on the TuneIn app. Uh, just look up WCEV. Anyway, um, before we get into tonight's show, I just want to remind you, if you haven't already done so, keep up with, keep up with us on social media uh, by following and liking us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Radio Islam USA. That's at Radio Islam USA. And if you should happen to have a question or a comment you'd like to pose throughout the course of tonight's show, give us a call. We'd love to hear from you at 312-750-1178. That is 312-750-1178. And remember, each of the uh, episodes you hear, each of our broadcasts, you can find them wherever you get your podcast, whether that's a Google Play, TuneIn, iTunes. Um, what's the other one? Is there another one? If there's another one, we're there. Just look for us at Radio Islam USA. Uh, and share, share, share. Sharing is caring. All right, Radio Islam family. Uh, hope you are in good spirits, good health, good iman. Um, tonight, we have some of my favorite people in the world uh, in studio with us. It is my DePaul Uma family. All right. Well, well, some of them. Not all of them. Some of them. <laughs> all right. So in studio with us tonight, we have Janan Shahada. Uh, she is a sophomore at DePaul studying public policy in Arabic with a minor in Islamic World Studies. She is the vice president of UMA and is also the chair of the national campaign Hearts for Humanity. That sounds really good. We're going to have to talk about that. <laughs> okay. Uh, and joining her is my good friend, my brother, Umar Far Farouk. He is a senior at DePaul University pursuing a bachelor's degree in finance. Umar has been involved with DePaul UMA for over the past three years, including being its president last year. He is also an instructor, instructor at Tatleaf Chicago. Assalamu alaikum. Thanks for, for putting the books down for a minute and coming on in. To Thank you for having yeah. us. <laughs> yeah. So before we, before we get into, um, well, first of all, for those who are not familiar with DePaul UMA, Right. Let's first let's just start there. We're going to go back to the hearts for humanity. <laughs> okay. But but uh, first off, let, let the Radio Islam family know what is what's DePaul Uma. So DePaul Uma is uh, DePaul University's Muslim Student Association, um, and it stands for United Muslims Moving Ahead. And it was started in the mid '90s uh, by people like Rami Nashashibi, Abdul Malik Ryan, who's now our chaplain, mm -hmm. um, and it's now it's been probably almost 20 years uh and we function like a regular um msa but you know we like to be a little different so we call ourselves umma yeah okay. it's more dramatic <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and you have uh you've been the president you just gave up the presidency well last year in my junior year i was the president and okay. then this year we i handed it off there was not a mutiny N well actually apparently last year there was some talk going on about a mutiny, but... I want to overthrow him, but we thought it'd be nice. Yeah. <laughs> so who's the president now? Annie. Annie Sayed. Oh, that's right. Annie's the president. Yeah. Okay. All right. Shout out to Annie. Um, yeah, you're listening. I, I think she had a night class, so mm -hmm. she wasn't able to make it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and Janan, you are the 
vice president? Yes, I am. Okay. So we have we have some some real uh, on the ground women leading this storied MSA. Yeah, that's you know we have a president, the woman's vice president taking over. You know. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and, and you allowed Umar to come with you. Yeah, <laughs> just by you know my <laughs> kindness. <laughs> so let, let's 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 uh, sidestep for a minute. Um, tell us a little bit about Hearts for Humanity. What what is, what is that? Okay, so um, Hearts for Humanity is actually an organization or a campaign under Mass that me, a few of my friends and I started about two years ago. So basically, started about like yeah, me and a bunch of my friends were just frustrated about what's going on, like feeling helpless continuously of not being able to do anything about all the, like the the causes in the world and stuff like that. So uh, we decided to start not a campaign that was not only led by the youth, but also um, carried out by the youth. And the idea of it is is that like different states or chapters compete against each other to see who can fundraise the most money for a certain cause through like um, through uh, events on college campuses, Jama fundraisers, reaching out to businesses, and just like in any capacity. And uh, the first year actually was for Syria. Uh, the second year was for Yemen. We raised $150,000 last year, alhamdulillah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, alhamdulillah. Sure. And we had, I think, uh, 16 states in participation. And this year, we want it to be like the best year yet, inshallah. And we're actually doing it for the Rohingya people. And yeah. Awesome. We want to, I think we have 18 chapters actually competing this year. But yeah, it's in the month of March and really excited about it. We've been preparing for like a few months now. That's awesome. That's Thank awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. So, so with that campaign... Uh, is that where you're, you're kind of crowdfunding, or what? How how does that set up? So basically, it's like um, two phases. It's also it's a social media campaign, um, and not only is it about fundraising, but it's also about awareness because uh, fundraising is good, but if it's not integrated with awareness, there's really it's not like sustainable and stuff. Um, so yeah, we like help youth um, in different chapters, um, organize community events through their masajid, their mass chapters. Any like we like to bring communities together, if that makes sense. Yeah. So and if any resources they could provide, um, they partner with that masajid or community, and they hold events on college campuses and just anywhere. I guess just you know bring people together for um, their hanging cause, inshallah. Okay, alhamdulillah. Uh, praise be to God. That is. Um we had that when you said uh, that that the proceeds right now you're working on behalf of the Rohingya, mm-hmm. um, that's something that is definitely near and dear to our hearts here, mm-hmm. uh, because as a part of uh, Sound Vision, we also have the Burma Task Force yeah. Uh, yeah. that has been uh, doing some trailblazing work in terms of uh, trying to affect policy uh, and uh, just being a part of the solution. So that's wonderful, and and it's so much work that needs to be done. It's just yeah. great to hear that uh, that that young folks uh, like yourself are taking that up. So, alhamdulillah. Yeah, alhamdulillah. It all comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but we, like, really need to... I don't know if you've been seeing, like, statistics about, like, the Rohingya. They're stuck in, like, the jungle because they honestly yeah. have nowhere to go. And, yeah, it's just a cause that we all really all need to, like, pay attention to, along with all the other causes, inshallah. 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 So, to the work of uh, Depaul Umar, mm-hmm. uh, this organization that uh, that is an MSA, but really, I don't know how, but it seems to... It seems to keep this feeling like it just started, like it's just like it's brand new, um, and 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 I say that as a compliment. Um, uh, so, what are some of the things that you all have going on um, right now? What do you what are you focused on? So, um, when we talk about like weekly events and stuff that we have, we have a weekly Sira class um, where we discuss the life of Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and um, 
and we talk and it's not just about talking about the life but also about the lessons we learn from him from the companions from everyone who's around him and then uh on wednesdays we have our tafsir class right we go uh into and we've been so we've been going basically from the uh 30th juz the back of the quran and we've been going through like those smaller surahs you know that uh we memorize you know since like we were younger mm-hmm. but we never knew the meanings of mm-hmm. so we mm. have been slowly you know going through them we've done now about half of the 30th juz so we're making our our way through alhamdulillah mm-hmm. and then obviously we have like you know friday uh jumar prayers uh in lincoln park um and then you know we have bigger events the biggest one probably is happening tomorrow uh talk about it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could jump right in um so Alhamdulillah, every year, uh, DePaul Ummah partners up with a certain uh, organization uh, to raise funds and to raise awareness uh, for a specific cause. Um, and we try to alternate mm-hmm. uh, between yeah. uh, like a local effort and then an international effort. So two years ago, we did it with uh, you all at Bridging the Gap. Mm-hmm. Last year, we did it with Zakat Foundation. And then this year, we're doing it with the Inner City Muslim Action Network. Uh, which is the long form for Iman. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Alhamdulillah. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. Yeah. So what does, um, so the event is actually, is the fastathon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So break down, how did the fastathon, is that something that has been used um, for years uh, prior to you all coming into DePaul Uma, uh, or is that something that you all started, uh, that has started within the past, within your tenure? It's it's an old thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? It's been going on for a while. But we're actually talking about this, like, why do we do a fast-a-thon? There's actually, like, a lot of aspects that goes into it. Uh, first of all, from, like, an Islamic point of view, it just, like, brings in a lot of barakah to the event, to the dinner, and to the cause in general. And there's also, like, many health, um, like, not issues, but, yeah, health, it, like, helps, um, you know, people. Like, fasting is actually really good for you um, health-wise. And when people are in that state of mind of fasting, they really, like, you really feel with the poor. So, like, just making sure that you're standing in solidarity with them through actually feeling with them so that, like, when you actually know how they feel, you're more likely to, you know, um, give and, like, help out in whatever capacity you can. Yeah, and you're open uh, to the message that's mm-hmm. being given to you, especially, like, at the dinner. Uh, because the dinner, the event itself, is not really a fundraising dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just more of, like, inviting you to donate to give your to give and then possibly even the future give your time uh to this cause and that's something that kind of it's like a call to action for something to go uh in the in the future yeah Yeah. what are you gonna say Uh, i was gonna the actual specific cause that we're doing i don't think we touched upon this but it's actually iman's cornerstone campaign and um so what that is um yeah a lot of aspects go into it but um, in its, I guess, its form is just to help support the community through, like, providing healthy options like produce and just, like, food in general to local cornerstones, helping lower the prices and, like, providing, like, a, a welcome environment and, like, just educating people about, like, the importance of, like, eating healthy. So it's just, like, a, like, a lot of aspects that ultimately, um, inshallah, would, like, better the community. Yeah, and what's interesting is when we were talking to Iman about doing this campaign, they really were explaining how like the corner stores are a place where 
uh, there's like a potential for this community building, mm-hmm. right? People coming in and and getting their groceries, uh, spe- like interacting with the the business uh, managers uh, that are over the business owners. Um, so we really felt that this is a perfect opportunity uh, for us to uh, help out as much as we can because we feel like this is something that uh, is very very important, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, to just cultivate uh, uh, these good relations between people. Yeah. Right. So the corner store campaign, uh, which is one that I, I, I personally feel like it's really important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and oftentimes these corner stores are located in the communities that are uh, that are designated as food deserts. Yes. Yeah. So having ac- access to fresh uh, fruits and produce, uh, in addition to uh, good good service. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, we're talking about improving the relationships between community members and uh, and, and the business. Uh, that, that's a huge thing. Yeah. So uh, I definitely applaud you all for, for, for picking that up and making that choice. Um, now, to your knowledge, are there other MSAs in the Chicagoland area that also, or, or maybe even outside the Chicagoland area, that engage in uh, fastathons? I believe Loyola does. Yeah. Yeah. Really? I think Fastathon is like um, a lot of MSAs do it actually, just like from other states in general. Mm. But um, again, it's like towards different causes and um, aims toward different things. So. Yeah, and it probably looks different. Like, exactly. Depending on which you know campus you're at, like they may have like certain. Maybe it's not even like a dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just more of just like the name of like, uh, like the name of the cause basically. Yeah. yeah. And some people might just do it just as like an Islamic like awareness aspect instead of just for a direct cause just to like show people like oh we're fasting and this is why and this is what Islam is so right. yeah it's also a da'wah um, aspect to it too absolutely now as as students forming your you know working your way into where you want to be once you uh, once you're out of school once you're out of college do you feel like you have like you're not waiting well that's how it looks to me like you're not waiting to make a difference uh, you're already you've made the decision. Uh, do you? Is there a feeling of of empowerment that that you all have? Uh, you know, like what what do you think? Yeah, definitely. I'd say like I think most youth feel like this because of social media. There's so much going on. And just you're so anxious to get involved and help. And I think that's a very good thing. Like our umma cannot like afford to waste any more time with helping out with these causes. And that includes the youth and anybody that has like the capacity. And the youth are the ones who are on the for, uh, front lines, like trying to help inshallah. So, yeah. yeah. And it's about like creating opportunities, right? Mm-hmm. And um, because I think, uh, as Jinan said, a lot of youth want to get involved, but they may not know how to get involved, yeah. right? Um, for example, with me in, in Ummah, in, in the beginning, I wasn't completely sure if I wanted to do it. And I had to be convinced by, you know, uh, Brother Eamon Farhan. You know, he, he convinced me. <laughs> we were in calculus and he was like, sign up for the Shura. And I was like, well, I don't, I don't know. But he's like, just do it. Yeah. Um, and that was that was great advice that he gave me. Because not only, and you could even, like, not only uh, was I able to... Um, like you know help you know muslim students on campus i was also able to develop myself mm-hmm. uh so it there's so many benefits uh to you know getting involved in any type of capacity yeah oh, um so like with that i think a quote comes to mind that's like 
oh, you have to define yourself, so you have to lose yourself in service. And yes. that's a quote that I try to like live by. And it doesn't have to be like this huge service project that we all think about. It could just be simply as like smiling at somebody or helping out, going to volunteer at Bridge the Gap, you know, yes. shout out. But <laughs> yeah, just like. We're going to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to save that. <laughs> but yeah, just helping yeah. out in like the smallest way possible, um, inshallah, will make the biggest difference. Yeah, inshallah. Do you all feel, um, well, do you pay attention to the news in, in terms of uh, of it having an effect on the, the of your direction as an organization? So, it, so it did, obviously we're, we're always like paying attention. Mm-hmm. Sometimes like even in the, in our Ummah room, in our lounge that we have, we'll bring up some of these things. We'll talk about like what's happening. Uh, but, and then also what happens is that sometimes in our weekly discussions, we may like kind of shed light on it or bring it up mm-hmm. uh, because it's it, it's it's not smart to avoid you know uh, the things that are happening in the world the things that are happening around you yeah. yeah and also like paying attention to the news is important but obviously the news is very filtered so you want to make sure you're listening to other voices and like bringing them into the conversation when you're trying to like help out so not to always go for like the fad cause <laughs> that makes sense you know trying to branch out so yeah um, do you feel like there are are there some that you that you could name uh, in terms? Okay, I'll, I'll start off. So mm-hmm. there's been a lot in the news that's been around uh, either domestic violence or um, I should say just mistreatment of women, mm-hmm. uh, and that was from the Hollywood lens and also within mm-hmm. uh, uh, within politics. Yeah. Um, do you feel is that something that as an MSA? That, that has that you all you all have talked about in terms you know how how do we relate to one another uh, what can we do to uh, to make our voices heard on this particular issue which is one among many issues mm-hmm. but just starting from there as a just you know a, a case in point yeah we also have um, this weekly thing that we're trying to start called chai chats and it's about dealing with those controversial issues and how we as Muslims like approach those mm-hmm. so one of the topics is the me too campaign and those issues are very important not to minimize and they are very important and um, because they're so important we have to learn how to approach approach them in like um, you know an Islamic manner and how like the Prophet Sallallahu would deal with it for example which we talk about in Sira and stuff so yeah, yeah. and also like just internally we're always having these type of, like, just check yourself, you know, like making mm-hmm. sure that uh, as a group together that we are uh, acting in accordance to what the Prophet uh, has shown us, right? Um, and, you know, when, when we have those, like, talks, you know, it's, it's, it's good for us and it's just a good reminder mm-hmm. of, of how, like, we should be acting and how our character should be. So, yeah. I'll say this. One thing that I love about you all as a group, is that they just there's there always feels like there's just a genuine closeness and a camaraderie uh, mm-hmm. among you all. Alhamdulillah. And I I can't say that that is that is the case in every space that I've been in, especially when we talk about gender relations. Uh, you know, and they get well. I'm not going to. I'll just say sometimes these things become uh, complicated for some folks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when I see you all, it just feels like I'm looking at a family. Yeah. SubhanAllah, it's actually, like, why I got involved in Ummah. First, um, like, 
when I came to DePaul, I, I didn't really want to be involved with MSA just because of like that whole stereotype behind the MSA, but also coming from like a Muslim private school background, I was yeah. so used to be surrounded by like Muslims and just like all my friends are Muslims. And so at DePaul, I realized that I needed that because there was a, such a lack of like diversity there in some sense. So yeah, I went to the Om Room and I just found like kind of a family community aspect, which we all need. Yeah. We all need to like be surrounded by people who have the same values as us who pray together, just something as so simple as praying together like goes a long way. So Yeah. 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 And I mean, same thing. We both came from Muslim schools. Mm-hmm. Uh so our our background was, you know, like if 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 the classes weren't completely separate, you know, at least it was like girl, girls on one side, guys on the other side. And people have like their like, you know, like their opinions on whether that was useful or not. For me I thought it was because what it did was it made me uh i guess more mature in the sense that when i got to college i wasn't really focused on you know oh like the opposite like i need to like you know like like uh like i i need to be with like girls or things like that it wasn't the case at all and it's alhamdulillah i think like at least at depaul for now we've been able to kind of establish a good balance on on like you know on on like those tougher things of mm-hmm. gender relations and those types of and still have a closeness and it also helps the fact that we're a smaller community to begin with right. so we all get to know each other uh on a much deeper level than maybe a, somewhere where you have so many muslim students and they're all coming to uh these events and mm-hmm. it's very very hard to like you know really get to know everyone so yeah alhamdulillah mm-hmm. all right radio islam family we are talking with a couple of uh, the great folks of, I shouldn't say that. You know what happened to me just now? I just had a Trump moment. Um, <laughs> what? Because he's always, see, like, I mean, like, I really mean this, right? But for him, everybody's great folks. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so, anyway, no. Uh, we're talking with some of the family here. Um, Janan Shahada and Umar Farouk. Uh, they are students at DePaul. Uh, Janan is the vice president of the MSA this year. Umar is the past president. Uh, We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about some of the work uh, that they have done just with just such great dedication over the past couple of years joining us uh, as part of the lunch pad with uh, Bridging the Gap. And we'll we'll, we'll put some other stuff in there as well. Uh, But if you'd like to give us a call when we come back, do so at 312-750-1178. That's 312-750-1178. We'll be back in just a minute. all kinds of excuses for not saving energy. I didn't plug it in. I'll turn it off later. It's not my music. It's just one phone charger. So um, we don't have those Energy Star appliances. So that old window leaks. How much energy and money could the new ones really save? Maybe it's time to stop making excuses and start doing some simple things to save the energy and resources we can. Because a little here and a little there can add up to a lot later. And you just never know what people will need in the future. My name is Sarah, and I'm going to get started today. We can all help save more energy for tomorrow. What's your excuse? For more energy-saving tips that also save money, visit loseyourexcuse.gov parents. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy, the Ad Council, and the station. Hey America, 
We need to have a little talk. I don't know if you've noticed, but we got a lot of food in this country. A lot of peaches, a lot of corn, a lot of apples, a lot of everything. We've got so much food that we can't even eat it all. So if we got all this extra food, how are 17 million kids in America struggling with hunger? I just don't get it. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks gathers surplus food and gets it to the hungry kids who need it. They can get you food even if you live in Idaho or Alaska or somewhere crazy like that. This isn't complicated. We got extra food and we've got hungry kids. Feeding America's done the math. Now it's your turn. Support Feeding America in your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. I know you got internet on your phone, so what are you waiting for? We can't do it without your help. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Assalamu alaikum. Sound Vision is starting a new initiative to provide crisis intervention to those in need. Through the Crisis Text Line, anyone can text 741-741 and be connected via text to a trained crisis counselor who is there to listen and show empathy. The Crisis Text Line is open to everyone. By texting the keyword SALAM, that's S-A-L-A-M, to 741-741, users will be connected to a trained Muslim counselor whenever available. You can also volunteer to undergo training and become a counselor. For more information, visit soundvision.com. Assalamu alaikum. May the peace that only God can give be upon you. Welcome back. This is Radio Islam, and I'm your host, Tariq Alameen. We are broadcasting on WCEV 1450 AM, streaming live at www.wcev1450.com. Uh, remember, folks, if, if you have not already done so, make sure you are keeping up with us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all at Radio Islam USA. That is at Radio Islam USA. All right, I'm not going to do a lot of yammering about all that stuff now. Uh, we'll get back into our conversation uh, with uh, Janan Shahada and Umar Farouk of DePaul University. And when I say DePaul, I've got to give a shout-out before we start to Dr. Amina McLeod. That's right. Uh, alaikum, Doc. <laughs> yes, um, just a, a huge influence, uh, yeah, uh, you know, for me personally. Uh, and many of us, many people can say that. So, but I'm special because I have the mic. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, but we started out talking about the fastathon that uh, DePaul Uma has coming up tomorrow. Now you mentioned that the it, it sold out yeah, already. Yeah, tickets are it's over capacity. <laughs> okay, but for those of you who are listening, who are looking for some baraka, for some blessing, you might not be able to come, but you can still donate. To the cause, yes, yes, yes. We could have like a festival in Jenna, you know. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Dinner in Jenna together. <laughs> yeah. So, so, uh, so let the Radio Slime family know where. How do they donate? Where do they go? So, uh, we made a shorter uh, URL, uh, which where you can visit. It's kind of uh, through the Iman website. Uh, so, the URL that you can go to 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 donate, you just type in tinyurl.com. Uh, slash umma u m m a thon eighteen the number eighteen mm-hmm. so tinyurl.com slash ummathon eighteen mm-hmm. and over there uh, you'll go straight to the donation link and you can put in uh, whatever amount that you can uh, inshallah any type of donation 
uh, will be helpful. Yeah. yeah, the link is also on our Facebook page. So if, if that doesn't work, just go to our Facebook page, search us up, and you'll find it there, inshallah. Yeah, we have a, we're on Facebook, DePaul Ummah. Uh, we have like a group if you want to join to get updates about our events. You most certainly can. We also have an Instagram. We're not as uh, alive as you know maybe Imam Tariq is on his Instagram, but you know <laughs> we're getting there. <laughs> we're not on that level yet. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I am certainly not the litmus test. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. So those are the 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 ways that you can follow us. And then also, if you just want to learn more about the corner store campaign uh oh you can visit uh iman's uh website imancentral.org uh and honestly i would just encourage everyone if you haven't heard about this organization or if you haven't really Mm -hmm. uh, researched into it to really look at what they're doing because their work is subhanallah amazing work yes it is yeah yes it is um so i guess segueing from that um as depaul as, as the msa what would you say the demographic is primarily of the, of the MSA? And in that answer, I think, is a great example of connection mm-hmm. that, that exists. When we talk, we talk about, we were looking at the Corner Store campaign, we're looking at this, you, you work with, uh, with your man, but mm-hmm. also looking at the work with uh, Bridging the Gap and the lunch pad. So why don't you answer that first question first, yeah. so we'll set yeah. that on up. So, so what, yeah, go ahead. Um, I'd say most of the demographic in Ummah is like mostly uh, Desi, Brown, and then we have a few Arabs like myself, <laughs> and yeah, uh, just a few African Americans as well. But it just yeah, it has some diversity. But most of all, we like to like focus on it doesn't matter where you're from. It's just like the cause um, that needs your most help. And in this case, it's literally right in our backyard. So um, yeah, just making sure we're helping them out as well, no matter like where they're from or what their ethnicity is. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is that it kind of changes, right? Mm -hmm. You know, as every year goes by, people are leaving, people are going. Uh, I remember two years ago, I would sit in our Ummah room and there'd be a bunch of students from Qatar or Saudi talking Arabic, right? And even now you can go and just like, oh yeah, and you just sit there and you'll be the and everyone else is talking Arabic or some other language, right? Mm-hmm. And you just sit there, you just like soak it all in. You're like, wow, yeah. subhanAllah, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, definitely the the demographic is kind of, is always kind of shifting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as Jinan said, we we don't really focus on that too much. Instead, yeah. instead, if anything, we're like celebrating each other's uh, different cultures. Yeah, yeah. And and that's also, uh, as I said, one of the things that I have um, that I've witnessed, that I've I've applauded, and has have been inspired by, uh, is just like I said, that family feeling. Um, even though there is this diversity, yeah. I shouldn't say even though. Um, I think that's really what diversity yeah. should do. Definitely. Yes, yeah. You know, it should call. It should make you appreciate. Uh, these these differences and, and the similarities. Yeah, mm-hmm. and also to celebrate that, we actually a, a few weeks ago we yeah. had an event. It was like kind of a Muslim culture fair to represent like a different identities and cultures that Muslims come from. Mm-hmm. So we had countries from like all over the world, from like New Guinea to Palestine to Pakistan to um, Morocco and Lebanon. So um, yeah, we just had uh, countries from everywhere, and everybody was celebrating their culture and what they could bring yeah it was like food Mm -hmm. we had like clothing items or different artifacts from different countries uh we obviously uh if anyone doesn't know our chaplain abu noor uh he's (laughs) uh he hails from ireland uh shout out shout out to some of the freshest green (laughs) kufis yeah Uh, so 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 he and he and i think he's the one that really uh 
uh, kind of promotes like the celebration of diversity, Definitely. and he's and he wears his his Irishness like very proudly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's also always wearing a a hatta. Yeah, so catch him in a <laughs> <laughs> uh, Explain what that is for our. Oh yeah, a hatta is um it's kind of like a Palestinian symbol. If you haven't seen it, it's just a uh, kind of a scarf. People wear it around their neck, around their shoulders, and it has like a lot of symbolism behind it. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, now I'm I'm a little bit I'm a, I'm a little disappointed that I. Did not receive an invitation, uh, but it's it's quite You're all right. VIP. I'm not you a student. You don't need an invitation. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need an invitation. <laughs> no, that, but that that is that is wonderful. Um, and and speaking of uh, of Abdul Malik, um, uh, our chaplain Abu Nur, mm-hmm. uh, he is also a person that I find a, a lot of inspiration in. Yes. Uh, just an idea of I'm Muslim, but I'm still Irish. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> You know, uh, I also love how you could always catch him with like a big stack of books at like yeah, the yeah. care dinner. He was just like having a big stack of books. I'm like, how do you? Hold on, he had books with him at the dinner. Yeah, he had books with him at the <laughs> dinner, like five or six, and he was just like opening Shit. and reading. Come on. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Well, mashallah. Yeah. So that means he was not listening to anybody. So <laughs> 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 be multitasking. <laughs> <laughs> so he was. Um, Speaking of him, he was he was the driving force, the the connector between uh, DePaul Uma, the MSA, coming out to to join Bridging the Gaps uh, to the launch pad. Uh, Radio Sun family, I'm sure you've heard me talk about one of the you know some of the different hats I wear, uh, and that hat being the founder, you know, executive director of Bridging the Gap. And one of the things that we do, we started off with a weekend school, we ran that for five years, and then we moved into um, uh, more community service-based things. And we meet at Masjid Al-Taqwa the first and third Saturday of the month, and we put lunches together and serve the community, give out clothing and mm-hmm. smiles and all that good stuff. And DePaul Uma has been coming faithfully for the past, what, how long? Three years, four years yeah, now? Three, three years. Um, and this was, yeah, and this was something that because I I believe like in my freshman year it was happening but it wasn't like happening consistently mm-hmm. and it was the effort of people like Ayman Farhan Ifra Mirza especially yes. yeah, uh, they made it consistent and even if it was uh, out of their way if it was going to be a little they still made sure that we would go and it's because of them that it has stayed consistent. Uh, like during the school year, right? Right. And that even if it's only like two, like two or three of us are coming, there's some, there's someone coming. Yeah. So, so really, it's just like we, it's what I always like look at the people who came like before me, right? Mm-hmm. And and what they did, and then try to learn from them. So definitely, um, just wanted to recognize them. Yeah. And uh, Ifra is the, I guess she she not I guess I know she was the driving force behind uh the brunch yes yeah right so we have uh we do a brunch at least once a quarter yeah Yeah. at least once a quarter yeah that's the thing like even though we're passing out lunches to the community and stuff like that we're also forming community between us so yeah it just always puts a smile on my face and waking up at like 7 a.m on the saturday it's just good (laughs) (laughs) it's just worth it for bridging the gap that's the only reason i'll do it Yeah. yeah now in a time where we have this idealized or romanticized version of what the Ummah means. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, where, you know, if you say you're Muslim, then that's it. We don't see uh, we don't see ethnicity, we don't see uh, race mm-hmm. or color, we don't see those things. But in reality, 
these are real these are real things yeah. that, that we have to deal with um, and what what I have seen and I want to ask you all what uh, how you all see this what I have seen is that in this space where we've been able to get folks together from different age groups different ethnicities different socio socioeconomic statuses um, just different experiences um, that it has allowed people to see each other uh, and connect in ways that they may not have been able to before. Not just in the masjid, but just in dealing with the community outside as well. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I think that has been, it's something that I, I did not expect. Um, but g give, me, give me your thoughts. What, what has your experience been? I mean, and the, the thing that you said at the end about uh, connecting with the people that we serve, uh, yes. Mm -hmm. Some of some of those people, they've been consistently coming for uh, the past two or three years, and I've like we now it's like we recognize each other's faces, like oh how are you doing, sister, you know, and and yeah. it's uh, to me it's 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 really awesome in the sense that I don't necessarily need to like know who they are completely, but this connection is so strong already, like um, I. I, I never thought that uh, I could get that because I've, I I remember like in high school we used to do like things like we would pack lunches and stuff but we would never actually go out and give it right yeah right. or it was it was service but it was like a very surface level of service this is we're really getting into it um, and even in the brunches that we've done yeah. and we, when we ask like you know these questions and we talk about our our differences and where we come from and how we kind of um, we take those differences and we use it to our benefit, right? right. Um, uh, and we ch and we kind of change that, right? Because some people will think that, oh, because we have differences, it's going to hinder the way mm -hmm. we can uh, move forward. Mm -hmm. But alhamdulillah, we've been able to kind of, uh, like, you know, kind of push through that. Yeah. Yeah. Jeanette? Yeah, I actually, <laughs> like, I just started bridging the gap this year. Uh, last year, I was, like, always busy on Saturday, so... This year, and I now I just wish I like had last year too. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, just like Ahmed and you were saying, it's um, an amazing experience, just not only between us, but also between the community that we're serving and stuff. So yeah, it's always good conversation, a lot of laughs, and yeah, a lot of barakah, inshallah. Yeah. yeah. One of the things I remember um, was one of the one of the community members. Uh, now, uh, Radio Islam family, if you don't know, so this is the other hat. Okay, so I'm going between two different things. So okay. I was doing, um, I've been working with, you know, found with Bridging the Gap longer than I've been the Imam of Masjid al Taqwa. So that happened. The program came to Taqwa before I became the, the Imam there. Mm -hmm. I was an assistant. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, I say all that to say this that the community is situated in a um, I guess you would say lower middle class um, uh, uh, neighborhood. I mean, we're not talking about abject poverty, but it does it does uh, deal with a lot of the uh, the elements uh, that communities are, you know are dealing with within Chicago. You know, we, we're talking about gun violence. We're talking about you know poverty. You know, it has you know it does rear its head. Um, so that's that. That being said, uh, it's primarily. I would say the majority um, African American, but there are there's a Latino yes. population um, over there as well, um, and one of them I can't remember who it was, but somebody said, and they were talking. I don't remember who it was they were talking about, but I know they weren't talking about uh, myself or another African American. They said that people can't say I don't care what I see on the news. 
they can't say nothing about y'all. Y'all are brothers and sisters. Right? And so that was a long story, long setup, just to, just to say that there is a, a power that, that people recognize sincerity. Mm-hmm. And uh, Janine, you mentioned earlier, you know, it's not about the, the big things, right? You know, it says that um, that Allah loves the, the small deed that yeah. is done with consistency, mm-hmm. right? And people might not think that putting together lunches and giving out clothing is a it's a big deal for a couple of hours, you know. Yeah. But the people that receive those things, it's a it, it's 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 meaningful, yeah. uh, and it changes perceptions. So yeah. that's one of the things I'm really yeah. I'm tremendously grateful for. And I think also it's like one of the most powerful forms of like Dawa. Like, talking is good and, like, talking to people, but also just, like, showing, like, leading by example. Mm-hmm. Just, like, showing what STEM is through your character and through your personality. And I think, like, that's what Bridget Gap embodies. Just, like, you don't even have to know, like, what STEM is about, but just, like, looking at what we do and how we act, that's what STEM is. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's also very nice to get to know you and your family, Imam mm-hmm. Tariq, right? <laughs> For sure. I mean, that's something that... Uh, that's like another uh, great thing about going and seeing every everyone there, the same folks coming back and um, yeah. and giving their time and giving their effort. It's it's amazing and it's yeah. it's so cool that I can just have like another place, another community that I can go to and yeah. and yeah. I, and like you know that I'm welcome there and that you all have like welcomed us. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you brought your sister. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, I brought, I brought like my, yes, I brought brother. like my mom, my brother, yeah. sister, my aunt, my cousins. They've all kind of come hey, at family. some point. <laughs> yeah, and, and to me, that that really meant uh, that meant a whole lot um, to have that because that said that I feel I feel th- first of all these people aren't crazy, um, <laughs> right? Um, that I feel safe enough and secure enough mm-hmm. that I can bring people into yeah. a space, yeah, uh, without worrying, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I think. So that's been that's been a benefit uh, for me as well to be able to get to know to know you all, and then you know, uh, and I'll, I'll speak for Aisha as well. Now I'll say we get a little bit sad when we see you know, but people graduate and they, yeah, you know, <laughs> like we haven't seen Amen in, in, in a while. <laughs> right. So um, yeah. uh, I, I spoke with Ifra um, a couple of weeks ago, and she said she's going to bring her and the new hubby. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're going to come. Inshallah. But, uh, yeah, inshallah. But, yeah. you know, life gets busy. So yeah. I, I'm just going to enjoy, I'll enjoy you all being with us while you're going <laughs> to graduate and forget about us. No, no never. Inshallah. I'll be inshallah. back like inshallah. my grandkids and everything. So is there anything, uh, is there anything right now that's catching you all's attention uh, in the news? Uh, because we know historically and I, we are shifting a little bit. We got a few more minutes, and I just want to tap you all's uh, brains real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, historically, in in America, the college aged um, uh, college aged citizen, uh, citizenry, uh, our students, our youth, have been at the forefront of, of activism. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, what are the things right now that that you see um, politically or socially that are that you feel like you're going to you're going to have some some impact on um, your generation, uh, the, the college students right now. Mm-hmm. Wow, such a. This is where this, do you this start? This is really right down Janan's alley. Uh, yeah, I was yeah. just thinking. I was like, <laughs> where do I start? Um, I don't know. I just 
the, the problem I had, like, uh, about, like, a year ago is that there's so much going on that sometimes, like, it's so overwhelming. You want to step back and you don't even want to, like, I don't know if anybody else has this feeling, but you just don't want to be a part of it because it's so much. Mm-hmm. But just, like, starting somewhere, I suggest. Like, picking a cause that you're passionate about and just literally starting there. And, um, yeah, just as I said, like, doing anything small, big. And I was actually reading uh, in my class that most of us don't know about, about like, 2 to 3 billion um of people on, on this earth actually are living in poverty and below the poverty line so us just having like a refrigerator or just like heat and ac we're in the top one percent which is crazy to think about so if you have that luxury if allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestowed you with that privilege then it's your duty to make sure you use your resources and anything you could offer um like your skills just to help out those inshallah that can't um can't, don't have those resources yeah and um in terms of like the different causes that are uh, that are going about obviously like for example there's the SGP mm-hmm. um, uh, the whole, Students the whole for Justice yeah, yeah. 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 So, and and just trying to uh, raise awareness about the fact that the the situation that's happening there um, isn't right right um, mm-hmm. so that's like one thing that's very at least like at DePaul is very very prevalent yeah. um, there's just other like at DePaul recently there's been a move to kind of uh, talk about these issues more in the open and even if like different issues if it comes to like the wage gap or how women are treated uh, uh, in the workplace or things like that mm-hmm. uh, last night there was a debate uh, between the DePaul Republicans and DePaul Socialists yeah. which which it was like it was about. it was a good event in the sense mm-hmm. that they were able to have a civil debate and talk about these issues um, which i really really appreciate it um because if you're if you're not able to be true and talk about what you feel is correct if everyone's just kind of in their own corner mm-hmm. there's like no progress yeah, that can be sure. made at least this can kind of start to open things up so i f- yeah i do feel like those are really like the main issues that mm-hmm. are going on yeah. yeah i also want to mention that a lot of these issues um, and, like, clubs, I guess, on our campus overlap. Like, for example, I'm heavily, like, involved in SJP. And we do do stuff for Palestine, obviously, continuously. But we're also constantly doing stuff for other causes. Like we do for Yemen, uh, Black Lives Matter, um, Rohingya. Anything you could think about if the crisis arises, like, where they're on the ground. Because now I always <laughs> quote this, but just like Martin Luther King said, an injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. So mm. you want to make sure that wherever um, you're, whatever cause you're working on, you're also standing in solidarity with other causes inshallah yeah inshallah inshallah uh now there is something that i'm sure uh anyone who's involved with sjp uh or the bds movement Mm -hmm. uh i'm sure you're paying attention to uh, if you haven't heard about it uh, you need to look it up that uh different legislation uh legislators are targeting uh they are targeting uh anti-bds not anti they are targeting bds uh, proponents, mm-hmm. uh, and they are trying to, uh, they, they're trying to claim that it's unconstitutional, yeah. uh, because you're focusing on a particular nationality, uh, and it is just a horrific uh, misinterpretation, um, you know, of not just the Constitution, right? Because the Constitution is not is not about morality, mm-hmm. right? It's but it's a perversion of of, of justice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's something that. You guys who are on the front line on those particular issues are going to, and, and you're a policy person. Yeah. yeah. Right? So, yeah. yeah so you, you're going to uh, definitely have your hands full. Yeah, for sure. And that's why, like, 
I respect people so much that they're involved in like a straight page just the Palestinian cause in general because I'm not they really put like their careers on the line I'm not sure if you heard of Canary Mission but um, it's basically like this blacklist site so if you're on it the first thing that comes up when you search your name is that uh, blacklist site and a lot of businesses well now it's not as um, like common but a few years ago like a lot of businesses and like organization wouldn't take you if you were blacklisted so yeah and actually, what's, what's their site? Um, Canary Mission. Canary Mission. Yeah, SJP DePaul was actually uh, tagged in one because we stood really? with yeah, the yeah. Are you safe, Ibrahim? So you all, you all, you all might not have heard him. I asked Ibrahim, "Was he safe?" He says, "Not for long." <laughs> so uh, you know what, but uh, may Allah protect us in our yeah. pursuit of justice uh, as we uh, work to alleviate the oppression of those um, who are not able to advocate for themselves. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so that's 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 the work that we're all engaged in on, on different levels, and we have to come at it, come at it from different different angles. Yeah, uh, which means we don't we cannot afford to be victims of what is the old um, phrase um, paralysis by analysis okay. right <laughs> there's yeah. so much stuff you just like oh, <laughs> no. all right uh, it's been a pleasure having you all in and talking it's with been you a all. pleasure being here yeah. time, time flew by yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you're having good conversation yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and this is the thing every time uh, we're in this position we just look up like man we got three minutes left <laughs> so but uh, I'll see you all Saturday Inshallah. Yeah. Tomorrow. All right, your VIP seat is saved. I have your name on it and everything. Oh! <laughs> I mean, he's going to be here. I'm I don't know. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'll be here. So. Just do it from there, you know? <laughs> yeah, just just give everybody, give everybody my salams. Yeah, I mean, Inshallah. All right, Radio Islam family. Uh, it's been a pleasure. We've, uh, we've come to the end of our time with you. Uh, we want to invite you all to join us here tomorrow night. We're going to have Dr. Dalara Saeed. Uh, in studio, excuse me, if you are not aware, she is running for office. Uh, and specifically, she is running for the, she's uh, running for the state rep uh, for 5th District. And we're going to be having a candid conversation about race, religion, class, and politics. So we invite you to tune in, uh, tweet us, give us a call. Uh, I'm expecting a really uh, a great conversation uh, tomorrow night. So join us then. All right, so. Uh, that being said, thanks again, you all, uh, Janan and Umar. Uh, our engineer over at WCEV is Leonard. Thank you very much, sir. Our engineer in, in studio, the impressive one, assistant producer, Ibrahim Baig. Uh, I am your host and producer, Tariq Alameen. Our executive producer is Abdul Malik Mujahid. Uh, we remind you, the views expressed by the host and our guests are theirs and not to be taken as representative of Sound Vision, Inc. Inshallah, we'll be talking to you tomorrow night. I'm going to leave you as I greeted you. Assalamu alaikum. May the peace that only God can give be upon you.